0: Welcome to the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast. I'm Deanna Shimoda, CEO of Growth Mode Marketing. The HR technology market is crowded, and we know it can be hard to find the best software solutions for your business in the sea of sameness. On this podcast, we shine a spotlight on some of the best up-and-coming technology options out there. Check it out if you are interested in learning about new innovative solutions available in the market. And if you are with an HR tech company and interested in being considered for a guest spot, stay tuned for details at the end of the show.
1: We're back with another episode, and this time we are putting a spotlight on Gloat, an agile workforce operating system that translates the world of work into language of skill to give companies an unprecedented ability to navigate change enable more fulfilling and equitable careers for their employees, and dismantle the silos, bureaucracy, and biases that hold people and businesses back. Well, that was a mouthful. Joining me for this conversation is Noelle Bloomfield, Director of Global Marketing at Gloat. Hello, Noelle. Hi, Deanna. Nice to see you. Yeah, it is great to have uh, you on the show. So, I like to start off each episode talking about my guest's background in the HR tech space. Why don't you uh, tell us about yours? For sure. Um, so
2: I spent the early parts of my career actually working in public relations and competitive intelligence. I was working at AT&T. Uh, I decided to pivot my career, got my MBA in marketing at Kellogg and moved into product marketing at Salesforce for a couple of years. And then I wanted to uh, move into a smaller organization and try my hand at more of a, a growing and scaling organization. And so I joined Bloat a little over two years ago to help build out the product marketing and marketing function. And uh, the mission of Bloat really spoke to me because although my background is not in HR tech, Gloat is really about enabling employees to navigate career pivots and and find opportunity when you're in a big enterprise organization. And having spent a number of years at big enterprise organizations, um, you know, I have I felt the challenges that many employees feel of, you know, how do I find the next step in my career? And so, I just was really passionate about moving into the the innovation that's happening in the HR space and in particular
1: in the mission that GLOAT has. Let's talk a bit more about that mission that GLOAT has. Yeah, so
2: GLOAT is an agile workforce operating system. At its core, we're an AI company Mm -hmm. um, and leveraging all kinds of powerful data sets from LLMs to publicly available data, partner data, our own proprietary data. And we're constantly using that with deep learning AI in order to map and build a representation of how skills and roles and jobs and people relate to one another. And we use all of that information uh, to support one, a powerful skilled infrastructure. So tools for workforce planning that enable you to continuously understand how skills map to roles in your organization manage skills across your company, and uh, really make plans for the future. Where do we need to, you know, deploy Tails' talent? What gaps do we have? Uh, Where do we need to make changes for the future? And then on top of that, we have a bunch of talent marketplace applications. And that's where you actually translate all of that planning work to the people in your company and give them transparency on here are the future needs of our business. Here's how your skills stack up. Here are the opportunities that exist across the organization, which ones interest you, and really find ways to activate talent at scale to connect them with different opportunities. And so, all of that is really in, encompassed by our mission, which is to put people and businesses in motion. You know, we've all felt stuck before as a business. You're like trying to go on a transformation initiative. How do you take those steps? We are here to help. Both businesses and people take that next step on their journey and, and really keep from getting stuck.
1: As you think about what gloat does in the market and the challenges facing today's HR departments, what do you think is a big problem issue or challenge that gloat is really well positioned to help solve for HR leaders? Yeah. I think they're, they're kind of two challenges that come to mind.
2: I think the first is just even understanding what you have and what you need is a big challenge when you're an enterprise company. Skills are changing so fast, especially now, you know, I think now everything has an AI component. There, there are completely new skills emerging every single day. And so at Glow, we're able to use our intelligence to help you understand what you have on a real time basis and do so without a ton of manual input. You know, I, I know a lot of companies, big companies go through big skill mapping exercises or pulling consulting firms, And we're trying to simplify that process and be able to take the data you have, take the data we have and provide suggestions on, okay, here's where you might need to make some changes. Here's where the skills actually sit in your organization. And so getting that context uh, is really key to make decisions. And that's something we're, we're well positioned to do. I think the second piece is then acting on that. And how do you translate that at scale? How do you engage people to make change? How do you deploy talent? How do you actually upskill? Okay, we have a gap. How do we how do we actually start bridging that? And uh Gloat was designed for employees first. This we started as a talent marketplace, really designed to engage employees, connect them to opportunity. And with that at our as our DNA. We have built a consumer-grade application that employees engage with. It's built to align to their interests. It's kind of like, you know, your Netflix of opportunity. Here are the suggestions just for you based on what you've engaged with. And having that, you know, consumer-grade layer powered by all of this intelligence makes it possible to actually drive change at scale and meaningful change. Um, So that's where we're, we're we're well-positioned to help companies as they're navigating, you know, the myriad of changes they're going through right now.
1: So, I mean, we both know the HR tech market is very crowded and there's a lot of different directions that, you know, a tech buyer could go to solve some of these problems. What would you say is Gloat's unique point of view in the market and what sets you apart from the other options that that a HR tech buyer might be
2: considering? Yeah, it's a great question, and you know, there's a ton of great innovation happening in in the HR space right now, which is great to see. I think where Gloat is really unique in is one in our DNA. We started by focusing on internal mobility and the internal operations of a company, and that's different in that you know our algorithms are designed to understand how skills relate within your company, not within all companies. We can benchmark against the market, but when you think about when you need to source talent for a project or find somebody for a new role or just, you know, see where critical skills sit, um, when you're thinking about how you might do that looking externally, you'd probably look for someone with the same job title who's had the same kind of experience. When you're looking inside a company, that approach is just probably going to recommend you your manager's role or your teammate's role. And so we are well-positioned to identify what skills are actually transferable within a company and what roles are actually transferable in order to build more unique, meaningful career path recommendations, opportunity recommendations, um, and really help companies with what's happening inside their business. I also think this this DNA point on we're, we're a platform that was built for the end user first, it wasn't you know, administrative tool that we've now added a component on. I don't know how many people are regularly logging in to maybe their core HCM on a day to day basis, but we we built a, a product that is designed to have people continuously engage and log in, and we see incredible engagement rates. You know, forty percent monthly active user rates, eighty percent registration and high profile completion rates at enterprise scale, which is it's pretty unique.
1: How do you think leaders should think about managing today's workforce with, you know, all those factors in play and and considering, you know, what the options are to be able to solve for that? Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, there's there's a big challenge out there. I think, and I think many leaders and especially HR leaders are coming to terms with the fact that, you know, status quo doesn't work anymore. You can set up a career ladder, you can set up certain paths, but you know, the world of work has changed. And I think we're seeing sort of a pixelation of work into our projects, more agile teams. And it's something that I think it, many companies are considering, but it's going to become a necessity in, in the coming years uh, to be able to be a little bit more agile and recognize that we can't just prescribe a path. And that's not what a single employee is going to follow. Every employee is going to follow their own path. They all have skills. And capabilities that are really valuable to your business in many cases. They have the institutional knowledge. And so I think the key is identifying how in your organization are you going to change the operating model in order to efficiently and effectively deploy talent, keep the credible skills that you have in your business, making sure that you know what you have, what you need. Um, and, and so I think it's about really thinking about just just Did the operating system I use today work for that? Will that work for that? And how, how am I going to change our operating models moving forward in a way that we can effectively deliver against our transformation initiatives or innovate quickly or resource faster? Um, okay. Because that's really
1: where you know, the market and the world of work is going. What type of companies are really a perfect fit for Glow? It's
2: a good question. I mean, I think some of the challenges that we we see uh, are really do transcend industry and region. And you know, I glow we work with companies in a myriad of industries, uh, companies around the world. I think we have end users in almost every country. But I think you know, in terms of, of what makes a good fit for us, I think you know, we we tend to see larger companies um, that are. May be more prone to that that challenge of getting stuck and having people getting stuck, and you know there's a world of opportunity for every employee if you're working at an enterprise company. You know how do you open the doors and break down the barriers to enable that kind of opportunity? How do you you know even get a sense of the skills and the people and the talent that you have as your organization is changing? So I'd say. Larger enterprise companies and those larger enterprise companies that are, you know, really thinking about transformation and trying to think about, okay, you know, the status quo isn't going to work anymore. We need to think about how we're preparing for the future and how we're, you know, continuing to innovate our operating models in order to do that. I think the, the more ready you are, um, the, the better it is. And no one's ever ready, but I think if you recognize there's an imperative right now, Uh, that's where we tend to see the greatest
0: impact.
1: So obviously, when you talk about enterprise organizations, we're talking about very large organizations. Is there an uh, employee size that you would recommend starting at in order to consider gloat? Because I know, you know, as people listen to the options, they might be like, oh, gloat sounds great. And they may be not quite ready, you know, not big enough to get the full value of it. So I just want to make it clear yeah. for our audience, like, who is ready for it today?
2: Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think organizations of all shapes and sizes can explore this. We tend to work with organizations that are maybe in full scale, 10,000 people plus, 5,000 people plus. We do have smaller customers, but um, I think, you know, looking there is is where we tend to start and I, I want to double play on this moment of readiness you know no one's ever ready for a big change <laughs> uh but i think if you have a transformation initiative you know you're ready you yeah. may not feel ready but i think um there's there's so much opportunity and what what these kinds of technologies can offer you and facilitating
1: that change it's worth exploring what kind of impact have organizations that have worked with Gloat experienced?
2: Yeah, it's been pretty incredible to see impact. Uh, I mean, we've worked with, you know, as I mentioned, organizations across the industries and in a couple of different places. And I'd say, you know, if you, you take MasterCard, one of our key customers, as an example, MasterCard Came to us after in the pandemic, they actually, you know, started trying to connect people to opportunity manually. They said, okay, you know, we, we need to go through some changes. We need to, to shift where talent is. We have some projects we need to, to manage very quickly to manage the way our business needs to change for the pandemic. And, you know, they saw incredible response and we're like, okay, this is not something we can do manually. And they partnered with, with us to spin up a talent marketplace. And I think saw the real potential of here's how the AI can help connect people to opportunity. Here's how we can spin up projects, mentorships, uh, connect people to to entirely new careers. And in under a year, they saw over 20 month, $21 million in savings and productivity just by using this more agile based model. They have, you know, thousands of mentorships. They've connected their learning capabilities into bloat to use sort of the AI recommendation to connect people with with the kinds of learning they're doing. And now they're working with us on skills because they realize, you know, wow, we're getting a better insight into all of the skills that are in our business that have than we've ever had. And so now we're working with them to efficiently map out, okay, here's what your job architecture looks like on a day to day basis. Here's actually where the skills sit in your business. And and um, I think it's incredible to see, you know, the kind of impact and, and transformation out there.
1: Yeah, that sounds like really powerful results. And that's great. I know that Gloat has had quite the trajectory of growth in the last few years as organizations have become more aware of this option in the market. What is the future vision for the company? Yeah, I mean... I think we we plan to,
2: to keep going and keep helping organizations on this journey. I think skills are really top of mind for our organizations today. And so we're seeing a lot of increased traction with our skills foundation product, that skill infrastructure layer. And we have, you know, some really easy ways for companies to get started. We, you know, we can just sign up for a Getting your job architecture up to date, and we'll match skills to roles for you. And Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all you need right now. But um, we're we're working really hard to to continue to help companies just get the basics they need uh, to manage manage their organization. To consider how they might change their operations to become a little bit more agile. And I think you know, in terms of the future, we're continuing to innovate and in, in what this kind of technology can do supporting, you know, really cutting edge ways for workforce planning and transformation planning? How do you redeploy and upskill and be, build redeployment paths um, based on, you know, the, the gaps in your business or the skill needs that are emerging? And then how do you use a talent marketplace to actually help people, you know, get the, get the required skills and move on a redeployment plan over, over the next couple of years? So that's a big focus area for us. And I think there's just continued innovation in what the talent marketplace can do. Um, you know, we offer full career pathing solutions, opportunities where we integrate with any kind of third-party content from well-being, learning, volunteering content. So that can be recommended in the context of the talent marketplace. Um, and
1: I'm excited to see, see uh, how companies are using that in the future. Definitely. So going back to something you said earlier about readiness to move to a, a solution like this, what are some of the biggest hesitations that you see companies having as they're looking at implementing a solution like yours?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of companies, one, they feel like, okay, we're not ready. We're not ready for, you know, a talent marketplace there are concerns about things like talent hoarding or, you know, do we have projects or capabilities or positions, You know, does this really make sense? And I think the, the answer is organically yes. You know, have you ever wished you had an extra helping hand or like had a project that you want to get resource? I think mean, we've all experienced that. Um, have you ever wondered, you know, what else might sit in your organization where? Are there any opportunities you can be a fit for that you don't even know to search for? And so, you know, behind that there there is um, there is a lot of organic appetite. Um, so I think you know, just explore, poke around in in those kind of solutions. And a lot of companies feel like you know we have to we have to have our data in, in order in order to implement anything, even like a skills architecture, job architecture type solution and that's just not the case. You know, your, your, your data is never going to be in, in perfect order. No one has the perfect career pathing. No one has the perfect um, understanding of exactly every skill that's in every role in that company. And AI is the tool that is here to help you. And there are solutions like Globe who can help make this easy, make it more automated, make it a little bit more frictionless. To get an understanding of just what you have and start with the basics. So, I think there's there's a lot of innovation to get started, and you know there are ways to start small and just experiment.
1: But what type of things would you recommend someone who's looking at purchasing this type of technology take into consideration as they evaluate the options? Um, I think things to
2: take into consideration are one, you know. You're you're gonna want buy-in from your leadership team if you're exploring these things. You you know you will have a project team, and um, you you want leadership buy-in. I think meaningful change at scale. You're gonna want your CHROs buy-in, maybe your C-level buy-in, and so that's something to get a pulse on. On like, is there a real appetite here, and how how does this stack up to you know the big vision, the big bets that our company is making as a whole, and how we can leverage our talent and our workforce to deliver against that um i think also thinking about you know where you want to start um do you want to start by you know getting some of your skills data in order and starting there do you want to start by you know just starting with maybe an internal marketplace for projects and just figuring out how you start connecting people to opportunity in that way um Figure out where you want to start. Like, what's your first forward imperative, number one, that that you want to uh, approach and go into it with that, but then think about what's next, right? It doesn't stop there. So as you're evaluating partners, think about what, what happens next. Once we have our skill data in order, how are we going to act on that? Once we have, you know, people identify new opportunities or positions or whatnot, how do we want to capture that data? How do we want to understand what's happening next? How do we want to keep a pulse on what's happening in the business? So I would be thinking long term. Um, but no, you know, what's, what's priority
1: one to get started? Yeah, that is great advice. What final thoughts do you want to leave our audience with? Um,
2: final thoughts, you know, I empathize with HR readers out there today. I think there's a lot a lot of big challenges that they're facing and so uh i have empathy but i also think you know it's an exciting time there are some amazing innovations out there and so well, being one of them in my biased opinion but there's some amazing innovations out there that are worth exploring um and you know as a former employee in these enterprise companies this is you know a tool like Load is, is what I wish I had. I might still be at one of those enterprise companies if there were, were opportunities like this available to me. And um, it really does have, have the power to, to change your organization, To You know, I, I'd heard from customers like, wow, oh, we have our job architecture. Or, wow, we're actually seeing, you know, people connect to opportunity and you know, we spun up a cross-functional team and we're able to get a product to market without pulling in any other contractors or whatnot. And hearing that story um, shows, shows the real impact of, of how technology is changing the way we work and how businesses can actually
1: be a little bit more efficient with the myriad of resources that they have today. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you think about these really, really large organizations and how many people they have. There's probably so much untapped potential there that instead of going and hiring another person, there's probably someone already in that organization that has that capacity, has that desire, has that skill set, right? To step in and be a part of a project. And it's a win-win for organizations because the, you know, the team that needs the help. They find the right person internally to be able to do that. They don't get the no from a budget standpoint of going and hiring someone. But that employee as well, on the flip side, it's giving them more exposure, tremendous opportunity, the ability to build up their own learning experience to help them professionally as well. Yeah, it's it's super cool. I will say,
2: you know, we use the re- version of Gloat internally and in it's like magic. We were making a marketing video and it turns out that one of our implementation managers is a voice actor. Who knew? And so, you know, we were able to use him to do the voice of video and it was just the coolest thing ever. You never would have known. We probably would have gone out and hired a voice actor otherwise. Um so it just, and we, we've had, you know, employees with inflow navigate internal mobility and take on projects in order to, To move to the next role. So it's, it's a really special thing to see. Um, and I think it's, it's also powerful now that, you know, when you, when you think about having skill transparency, giving an employee the, the ability to say, Oh, here's where my, here's what my company expects of me in this role or what they expect of the role that I'm going towards. And I have transparency now on a day to day basis of what I need to do to reach my goals. And the company is transparently setting expectation. Um, I think it's just a much more powerful way of working. And it, it really empowers both the end employee and the business to, to kind of maximize its potential.
1: Yeah, very cool. So tell us, where can our listeners go to learn more about Gloat? Yeah,
2: head to gloat.com. We have some incredible resources there. Uh, We have in our resource tab, there's a whole customer stories page so you can read all the different kinds of stories of what our customers have done using Gloat um, and, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions.
1: Perfect. Noelle, thanks for being a guest on the show. It was great to have you on to talk about Gloat and how your company is approaching big HR challenges for companies. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you for hosting me. It was great. Anytime.
0: for listening to this episode of the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast, where we showcase some of the best up-and-coming HR technology options in the market. If you are an HR tech company leader who would like to be considered for a guest spot on this program, please contact me via growthmodemarketing.com or reach out to me, Deanna Shimoda, on LinkedIn. And if you found this show informative, subscribe, connect with us on social media, and leave a review. This is Deanna with Growth Mode Marketing signing off. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll tune in again next time.